0: What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got?
1: Well, what I got is there's a new place in town to unleash your inner creativity, and it's called Picturistic. That's with a K at the end. Picturistic is a collaboratively produced art experience by local SoCal artists. It's an interactive photo booth experience in Burbank Town Center, where you'll find picture-perfect, IG-worthy spots in every corner. Sorry that Chewy's uh, barking in the background. He's really excited about Picturistic, too. Uh, You can check out their Instagram, at Picturistic, like I said, with a K at the end, to see dozens of cool mini-sets that you could take photos in front of, and it also has the info on how to get tickets. I think it sounds like a really cool, like, date night activity, do something a little different than dinner and movies, you know, just, like, get in front of all these different little scenes and take some pics. What do you guys think?
0: I hate taking pictures, so it would not be for Aww. me, but I can see where people who love it would be, fan- would be all in on it. I think it's a great concept because everyone likes to, uh, you know, take pictures because of social media these days. I just am not one of those people. I'm terrible at Instagram.
2: You do okay. I kind of like your Instagram story, particularly when you're kind of showing off your kids. I never use the Instagram story. I just don't know why, for some reason, I've got, like, some kind of story fear I don't use it on Facebook. I don't use what? it on Instagram. Wait. No, I like, like it's just, it's like another What are you, what are you scared thing. of? No, I'm not, it's just like another thing I got to do. I got to learn how to do it. Like, for example, TikTok, right? Like, mm. people can make these incredible TikTok, like, little movies. You know, me, I'm like, you know what? That seems like a lot of work, and it seems yep. really hard, and I don't even Yeah, but Instagram would...
0: stories are not a lot of work. It's just a picture or a video that you're posting from your phone just like you would on a post, except you're putting it on a story and it has a much shorter shelf life. It's only like 15 seconds. When
2: somebody adds me um, and and I can just click on share and it goes directly to my story, I'm in on the story. When it comes to posting on the story, I just post regularly on actually, Instagram. See,
0: I actually prefer posting a story than an actual post on Instagram.
2: Because like stories
1: expire, and like you know, you can post anything that's not going to be relevant in twenty four hours. Whereas like the posts, you know, those are there. Those are like those are there forever. Yeah, exactly. Good stuff. That's where you want everyone to see that because it stays there forever. Hmm. Yeah. Just trying to give you a little advice, you know. And
0: your fear is a weird word to use there. Fear of the story.
2: Yeah, it's like uh, I don't want to go to that that room. I don't want to go to that dark room of Instagram. You know. But I do think this place, picturesque, does sound good. I I need to come up with something new, man. I'm honestly, George, I I think I'm about to be broken up with here in my my relationship with my girlfriend. What happened? Well, you know, it's like like tonight. You know, I'm going to get off the air, and instead of Friday night where my girlfriend's been working all week and she's had her kids and I've been working nonstop all week and I've had my kids, Friday night we should go out, we should have a nice time together. I'm going to a community college women's soccer game. Yeah, you're supporting your daughter, though. I know I am. And then tomorrow, I'm going to a community college football game. Yeah, but you're supporting your son. I know, but it's like That's what dads do. I know, but it's Friday night, I'm doing daughter. Saturday night, I'm doing son. Okay, but can't you go out Sunday? Sunday, I want to watch football all day. No, but go somewhere to watch football. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. I just hope that we're still together by Sunday, and she doesn't get so frustrated. Like, you know, you're so into your kids, which I am. And you're so into their sports, but wait which a
0: second. Yeah. She has kids too, right?
2: Yeah. So
0: then, what's the problem? Like, no, she gets it. As,
2: if they're not as sporty as my kids, and you know, we don't have to go. Okay, but they don't have activities. Games. They do, but you know, they like they like gaming and stuff, you know. So it's not like we right. Go but to I'm watch... saying, like, how old are her kids? Uh, eighteen and fourteen.
0: Okay, but they don't have like actual activities that she needs to either attend or be mindful of.
2: Um, she does. She has to put a lot of time and effort and energy into her kids. Okay. But then there you go. I know. I just, I know it's like it's Friday. There'll night, be like, Fridays where you don't have to do that. I know, but oh my God, the next, now, weeks, wait a second, wait yeah, a second. Now,
0: yeah. Lindsay and Brionis, this sounds like to me when you say you're about to get broken up with either you're exaggerating or you have been neglecting the situation for many weeks is what it sounds like. And now you're lamenting it because perhaps there's been some neglect prior to this week.
2: You know, Joel, so it sounds like you're, 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 you're good. You, you are good. You are good. You. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, you know, I've been working too much and, and, and she's been working an awful lot as well. Yeah. And, and, you know, when there's time off rather than, Hey, let's go be together. It's like, Hey, let's go to my daughter's soccer game. And she's like, yeah,
1: that- yeah but. She can't get mad. I feel like I I pretty pretty feel like, you know, if you're dating someone when you have kids, I feel like that's kind of like one of that's the... That's part of the deal. Pa- yeah, exactly. It's one of the sacrifices you make in the relationship is you, you're there for each other and you support your kids and, you you know, you do what you got to do to keep your family all kosher. Well, and, and here's
0: the other thing. Can't you go out for a drink afterwards? After the
1: game?
2: Well, yeah. Like, even tomorrow night, just as an example, this this game tomorrow night is at Saddleback College, 6 o'clock. I'm not going to get done till 9. Now, there's a buddy of mine who's having a birthday party tomorrow night. I'm sending my girlfriend with another couple who I'm friends with and I won't get to the party till 10 o'clock and they'll be all, you know, they'll be in the right frame of mind. And I'm have a lot of catching up to do. So, I mean, it's okay. Just...
0: But even tonight, like after the soccer game, you can't just go out for a drink.
2: We can, we can. can I was going to suggest Chick-fil-A, but, but you know, yeah, we can. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, go somewhere that's, where that's you can easy. have a drink. Yeah. Yeah, you got to <laughs> compromise, you know, meet her halfway. And plus, plus right. some of your kids are 21 now. Take them with you if you want, you know. Well, you don't have
0: to if you want to be alone. But, but yeah, yeah. but my point is that, you know, the soccer match isn't going to end that late. It's soccer. It'll be over in two hours.
2: Uh, Yeah, 7 o'clock. Yeah, it should be over by 9 o'clock for sure.
0: When I knew I'm you mushy. before.
2: I am mushy. That's right. I am mushy. <laughs> yeah. I'm mushy and I sing the love boat really well.
0: Yeah. All right. That is. uh. What you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Uh, all right, real quick. So I wanted to say, I, I don't remember what I teased, but there was this story I've been meaning to get to for the entire show. We just haven't gotten to it because you and I were arguing about USC for the first hour almost of the show. Right. But <laughs> it is about the NFL. So 538, which is the Nate Silver site, it's the big prediction site, they do this thing uh, with, all the, with all the different sports. They're They're generally very good at predicting... Um, percentages of teams making the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Uh, They're not always right, clearly. Uh, I know Laker fans will specifically have an issue with them the year they won the championship, them not being picked to win the championship and being picked against in a couple of rounds. However, uh, in their football stuff, Cap, they've got their rankings. And in these rankings, I'll just kind of list the top teams, right? It's Bucks, Chiefs, Rams, Bills, Niners, Ravens, Broncos, Browns, Cardinals, Seahawks, Packers, Raiders, Cowboys. So right there, those are like the top half of the league, right? And of all those teams I named, those are a, a, about as many playoff teams as you'll get, right? There may be a couple more that that could be playoff teams. But, uh, oh, yeah, Saints and Chargers, obviously. Those are the top 16, right? And it's interesting because there's eight and eight there. Eight uh, AFC teams, eight NFC teams. But of all those playoff teams I mentioned, 538 through week two has predicted or is predicting at the current moment, that obviously can change with new intel, that all four NFC West teams and all four AFC West teams are currently slated to be in the playoffs, that they have the best percentages of making the playoffs right now, which is kind of wild when you think about it. Now, There have been plenty of people who have said with the NFC specifically, Cap, that that's a possibility because these teams are that damn good. And so far, so good, I would say. I mean, Seattle's one and one of all teams. But do you believe that all four teams will make the playoffs in either of those divisions now that it's eight teams in the playoffs? And if you don't, which teams do you think will make it and which teams will get left out?
2: So I'll start with this. No, I don't. I do not believe that all four teams from the AFC West and the NFC West will make the playoffs. I do not believe that. That would be completely unprecedented. And I just, I'm trying to actually do the math in my head while we're talking about it right now because all these teams are going to play against each other. And so they're all going to kind of, Take a win here, take a loss there. I'm just trying to figure out the math. Could it okay, all really they've happen? done the math
0: for you. So oh. you want me to do that on yeah, the please, NFC side? Please, please. So they have the Rams at 11 and six. Okay. They have the Niners at 11 and six. They have the Seahawks and and uh, Cardinals both at 10 and seven.
2: Okay. I mean that that could happen, by the way, um, but I still don't really think that all four teams from both divisions will get into the playoffs. So. If you're asking me, I think the Rams will make the playoffs. I think the Seahawks will make the playoffs. I think the Niners are the third team and Arizona and maybe it's just my my perception, maybe it's they're the Cardinals. I they're they're a different team. You know, Kyler Murray's a very special player. They got a lot of talent at wide receiver. You know, they went out and got a JJ, White. I mean, they're, they're a much improved roster. And the NFC West, in my opinion, is the best division in the NFL. But if I had to rank it, I'd go Rams, Seahawks, Niners, Cardinals, and I just don't think that all four teams will make it in. I'd even be surprised if, if three of the teams made it in.
0: Well, they have it close to, like you. They have Rams, Niners, Cardinals, Seahawks at the current moment. Now again, that could change with new information, but that's where they have it. And in the AFC West, they have the Chiefs at twelve and five. They have the Broncos at eleven and six. They have the Raiders at ten and seven and the Chargers at nine and eight. And currently all making the playoffs with the Chargers being the team that is most likely to be on the outside looking in.
2: Now, in the AFC, this is interesting because in the AFC, you look at the other divisions, Tennessee and the AFC South, they're a team. Everybody else is horrible. In the AFC North, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland might all be good. Cincinnati's not going to be very good. And in the AFC East, Buffalo's going to be good. And there's question marks about Miami and New England. And I would doubt that New England's going to be a playoff team with a rookie quarterback. I just don't yeah. buy it
0: yet. I, I, I think that the only I think there's there's two teams in the NFC in the excuse me the AFC North Cleveland and Baltimore that would be good. I think the rest of it is up for grabs. I don't even think the Steelers are going to be that good this year.
2: So let me ask you this: if you had to place a wager today, mm-hmm. is it the AFC West or the NFC West that's more likely to get An- all four NFC teams?
0: West. NFC West. Yeah, I think the NFC West is more likely for that to happen. I think the Chargers are still the Chargers at the end of the day. I don't think they're as bad as you, where you made them the worst team because you're a hater.
2: Thirty second, right? And you made the Rams number one because you're a homer.
0: Right, but I'm—they're w- way closer to being number one <laughs> than the Chargers <laughs> are to being thirty-two.
2: I got destroyed yesterday too on oh, on Twitter by the Charger trolls that are out there, you know, that are still begging me to please come back and please drive the Charger bandwagon. And I'm like, nope, 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 not driving it. I'm over here. I'm on the Rams bandwagon now, yeah. And I'm on the Raiders bandwagon too.
0: Just as a yeah. side note. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is really bad for the Charger fan. Right. Uh, but but anyhow, um, yeah. So I, I think the I think that there could be three AFC West teams. I think it's the Broncos. To me, are interesting. They've started off great, t- easy schedule to start off. It gets tougher, but they they don't have like a super hard schedule. The Broncos. I actually think the Broncos schedule um, is easier than the Raiders moving forward. Even though the Raiders have already played two tough teams.
2: It's interesting so, that the Broncos were the second team in the AFC West behind Kansas City. And you're right. I mean, they've got two wins already on the season, both on the road, but they're against the pathetic New York Giants and the even more pathetic Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Right. So it, it will, but the Broncos defense is legit, and Teddy Bridgewater doesn't make mistakes, you know? And that's kind of the recipe I have with the Dolphins this weekend, why I have them as my upset special uh, against the Raiders, which, by the way, we will be doing our traditional picks against the spread segment with our. Uh, confidence meter vote. For those that don't know how the hell this works, we have five games that we are going to select. And it's always going to be Rams, Raiders, Chargers games, unless they're on a buy or they're playing on a Thursday night. Um, and then the next two most interesting games on the slate. And basically we're picking each game against the spread, but the game we're most confident in, we're going to sign no- the number five. And the game we're least confident in, picking against the spread, we'll sign a one, and so on and so forth in between. You can't repeat Numbers from one through five. Uh, And we will see who comes up with the best tally at the end of the season. So we're going to do that next.
3: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: Ah, yes. Before we get to picks against the spread here, our weekly competition, Kaplan, tell the people what we're doing here. We're giving away some stuff.
2: Right. All right. Here, caller number five right now, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We're going to pick five games. So, caller five, you're going to win a four pack of passes to our private VIP tour of SoFi Stadium on October 7th. We're going to have a punt passing kick competition. We're going to run through the players' tunnels. We're going to tour the luxury suites. We're going to check out the locker rooms. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be an amazing thing to be a part of. It's October 7th. Caller five right now. You're a winner. 877710 ESPN 87710 3776.
0: All right, fair enough. Uh, all right, so are you ready to pick
2: against the spread? Cal? I think I am. I have done my homework. I believe I'm ready to roll.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I would like you to go first. I'm going to follow your lead. Okay, so the first game we have is Bucks minus one and a half at the Rams. So, look, I like the Rams in this one. Uh, I feel like they've got all the momentum uh, at the moment. They're coming back home. Tom Brady's never played in L.A. Uh, the, they, lo- they beat the Bucks last year with Jared Goff. To me, this is an opportunity for the Rams to kind of establish themselves and their dominance. Brady and company usually don't play their best in September. Now, granted, a lot of that was with uh, the Pats. But I'm not super-duper confident because it's basically a toss-up game. So I'm going to pick the Rams, and that's going to be my number one, the game I'm least confident in.
2: That is so funny that you just did that, because I'm telling you right now, I've got my entire list written down in front of me, and I also believe the Rams will win this game. Now, when I say I believe it, I may be talking myself into believing it, but I really, really want to see the Rams show America they are for real. And I really want Matthew Stafford to stick it to someone like myself, who was a doubter, you know, someone who said, Yeah, you put up big numbers, but you didn't put up any wins. This is the kind of defining moment. It's early in the season, but it's you got a chance against the Super Bowl champs. I like the Rams to win. And George, not surprisingly, I've also got it as my least confident game of the week. I've got it at number one.
0: Okay. Uh Linz, what do you think? Bucks, Rams.
1: Um, I'm gonna pick the Bucks. Sorry, all Rams fans. I just feel like As Chris Morales said, that uh, Tampa Bay is going to shred the Rams' defense. And I'm going to make that my number two most confident. Least confident. Whatever you want to call it. Number two.
0: So you're two. Number two. Okay. Uh Uh, All right. Now, Briones is busy, so we can catch up with him later. Um, He's trying to get the caller for the SoFi Stadium Tour giveaway. Let's move to the next game. Chiefs are six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Chargers. Now, I normally love me a home dog. Um, but I feel like the Chiefs coming off a loss uh, where they blew it against the Ravens, uh, maybe this is an exaggeration, but I feel like they're better than a touchdown favorite against the Chargers, even though the Chargers have done a fantastic job historically against Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go with the Chiefs, and that's my five, Kaplan.
2: Okay, I just want everybody to know something in advance. We have not talked about this before the show we so not. that we would all not pick each other's games and whatever else. George, um, I also have the Chiefs to win and to cover the six and a half. And I also have it as my most confident game of the entire week. I've got the Chiefs covering the six and a half, and I'm so confident I've got it at five.
0: Okay, so we've got the same thing right now.
1: Uh, Lindsay? Well, I was going to pick the same thing as you guys. I was going to pick the Chiefs. Number, f- yeah, but you know, then if I'm trying to win, I got to separate myself. Well, you've already top, separated,
0: right? you have the Bucks,
1: okay? Well, I'm gonna save my number five and I'm gonna say Chiefs and I'm gonna make them my number four, okay? Fair enough,
0: fair enough. All right, so next is Dolphins at Raiders. Now, you guys already know, and I've already kind of laid it out for you how I feel. Uh, the Dolphins. I got them plus the four. I think everyone's overlooking them. I feel like the NFL's a week-to-week league, and what happened last week doesn't necessarily mean it's going to translate this week. I actually think Jacoby Brissett uh, will be a more stable quarterback for them than Tua because he can take some hits, especially a Raiders team that's doing really well with their pass rush. But I do think they can be exposed, and they get Will Fuller back this week, one of their deep threats. Their receiving core is healthy for the first time this year with Waddle, Devontae Parker, and Fuller. Um, I like the Dolphins in a bounce-back game plus the four, and that is my four, Scott Kaplan.
2: Okay, yet again, I'm going to tell everybody we did not talk about this before oh, we on. went on the air, but I'm going to take the other side of the game. Okay, good, thank God. I'm going to take the Raiders to cover the four points at home. The Raiders are the most impressive 2-0 team in the NFL with wins over Baltimore and a road win against Pittsburgh. Miami is coming off a game where they got annihilated – and they're bringing their backup quarterback. I'm not a believer in Jacoby Brissett. I might be if he goes to, to Vegas and he wins this game. But right now, going into it, I'm not. I am a believer in Derek Carr. Guys pass for 400-plus yards in each of the first two games. I think Derek Carr continues this streak. I think the Raiders feed off the home crowd. It is my number four most confident game of the weekend. I've got the Raiders to cover the four.
0: Lindsay?
1: Well, I think the Raiders are for real, so I'm going to pick the Raiders and I'm going to make that my number three.
0: Okay, fair enough. Pretty confident there. Uh, Green Bay is at San Francisco. Aaron Rodgers going to the Niners. The Niners are three-point favorites, so basically Vegas thinks it's an even matchup. The Niners have owned Aaron Rodgers for the most part uh, over the last several years. Uh, I think, you know, after Rodgers' first week and it being a disaster in week two, uh, you know, everyone, him kind of sni- sniping at everybody. I think he's back to being on the defensive. I think the Niners win this game, and I feel pretty confident about it. I'm taking Niners minus three at home, and that is my number three, Scott Kaplan.
2: You know, perhaps we should start talking about this before we do this on the air, but here goes. I've also got this game as my number three, but again... <laughs> I'm going opposite direction here. Okay, that's good. I think Aaron Rodgers, after being humiliated in week one against the Saints, makes this recovery against the Lions. And it's not like the Lions are any good. But he's going home to Northern California, to the team that he grew up rooting for, to a team that he was rumored to be going to. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be great this year. And I think that first game of the season was his way of kind of playing poorly and saying, well, we're going to drop one. I'm going to stick it to you guys. I'm a I'm a Rodgers believer way more than I am a Garoppolo believer. I've got this as my number three most confident game, but I've got the Packers to beat the Niners.
0: Linz?
1: Well, I'm also going to go Niners mainly because uh, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is just, you know, who you don't know what to expect from him. Is he in a bad mood this week? You know, is his girlfriend affecting his play? I'm totally kidding about that. Um, but you never know what you're going to get from them. So I'm going to go Niners, but I'm not super confident about it, so I'll make that my number one least confident pick.
0: Okay, and then Bears at Browns, Lindsay's Browns. We picked this one. We let the Scott and uh, Linds decide, and they decided on the Browns. They are now a nine-point favorite. This number keeps climbing. Um, the Bears are going to start Justin Field. Uh, Justin Field. So here's the thing. I know everyone's clamoring for Fields. I love Fields. I think Fields is going to be a good quarterback. But I'm a firm believer in you sit guys for a while. Look at what Kansas City did with Patrick Mahomes. They sat him for a year. Um, Granted, the Chiefs are a way better team than the Bears were. But that shouldn't mean you shouldn't rush a guy into a situation where, A, he's not ready, and the team around him isn't ready to help him succeed. And I don't think that's the case with the Bears. I think the Browns win big in a blowout. Uh, But I'm still going to give it my number two because I'm fearful of the backdoor cover uh, late in these games because a lot of points. So Brown's minus nine. But that's my number two, Kaplan.
2: Yep. I'm also here at number two. I cannot believe. I swear to you guys. I promise you we did not talk about this before we went on the air. We get it. And literally every single one, one through five, we picked exactly (laughs) the same. (laughs) Uh, Confident meter, we picked exactly the same. We have picked different games. I also have the Browns to cover the nine points. I'm a Baker Mayfield believer, but I'm also a homer. I've said this, and I'll say it all season long. The offensive coordinator for the Browns is my college roommate. I'm rooting for Baker Mayfield. I'm rooting for the Browns. The better they do, the better chance he has of becoming a head coach. I'm taking the Browns to cover the nine against
0: the Bears. I mean, I know where Lindsay's going, but go ahead, Lindsey.
1: I'm, you know, Baker May, the headband, is going to win, and he's going to win convincingly. So that's my number five pick. And then oh. I'm going to play my little Baker Mayfield theme song that you guys are just going to be super pumped to hear.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Uh, Briones, do you have picks on any of these games or no? Uh, he's out. He's out. He's out. He's No, no gambling in the Briones household. That's no. how this works.
1: Save
3: my money.
0: Mama Briones says, oye, <laughs> no. No. Save no. your what money, the mijo. Likelihood? Says. <laughs> yeah. Save your money, mijo. What mijo. is the likelihood
2: no. that you and I would have the same five, one through five in our confidence meters? That's crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have different games, so that, that's actually going to make it interesting. So, All right, coming up next, everyone's favorite segment here in the 6 o'clock hour, big deal or no deal that's coming up.
3: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8 S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be.
0: Speaking of big deals, it's a big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Ash Injury Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. What's right, Cap? I'm sorry. What's right, Linz? I don't bad. know.
2: I was about to say. I'm <laughs> I was really going to sure. I'm not really yeah. sure what's right, frankly. I'm he not, never I'm knows not what's really right. Sure. But yeah. I do.
1: But I do, yeah. so don't worry. I got My you.
2: bad. My B.
1: <laughs> a former Apple engineer and co-founder of the software company called Lockdown Privacy says that Apple's Ask App Not to Track button is a dud that gives users a false sense of privacy. Apparently, even if users request apps not to collect their activity across other companies' apps and websites – Popular iPhone apps like Subway Surfers still collect personal data, according to Lockdown Privacy's new study. Quote, we found that app tracking transparency made no difference in the total number of active third-party trackers, the study says. We further confirmed that detailed personal or device data was being sent to trackers in almost every case. Is this a big deal or no deal, Cap?
2: It's a really big deal, and I'll tell you why. Apple produced a really great television commercial. I'm sure people have seen it. Oh, it's, yeah. It's the one where they're, you know, they, they've got all these people around you. And it pretty much tells you that everywhere you go and everything you do, um, you're being tracked. And so when you see how Google, for example... Every website you go to now, and this has been common practice, but it's, it's more so now, every website you go to tells you, hey, we're collecting cookies. Do you accept or do you not accept? Right. But the same thing happens with apps. You know, do you le- will you let us track you from app to app, or will you not let us? And a- according to the statistics, it's about 4% of people who actually say, yeah, go ahead, you can, you can go app to app with me. So if, if what Apple is selling, and I'm putting that in quotes, if what Apple is selling is we're all about privacy, and now all of a sudden, that that doesn't really work. That's that is a monster, gigantic, big deal.
0: Yeah, I agree. Huge deal. Um, I I think all of it is weird and creepy. I mean, I understand why they did it from a business perspective, but at some point, it gets a little you know, a little way too intrusive. Uh, so big deal.
1: By the way, that's like my favorite commercial ever. The one you're talking about, Cap. Yeah. It's the one where they're like, "Hey." mind your own business is that what we're talking about why don't you mind you that's a great song by the way
2: i want to tell you i I find it very hard to believe that that the software doesn't actually work because so many publishers out there are working on data uh as a a, trying to solve for it because they're not able to collect as much data as they once did in fact they want more what i would call first party rather than third party so i find that very interesting
1: well maybe you know yeah, on to the next, to the next one. one. All right, so suspended wide receiver Josh Gordon, former Cleveland Browns wide receiver by the way, he's been reinstated in the NFL reports ESPN.com. The 30-year-old Gordon submitted his reinstatement letter to the NFL commissioner Roger Goodell back in July. It was approved today, and as we all know, Gordon has been suspended since December of 2019 after violation of the league's performance enhancing and substance abuse policies, the sixth time that he's been banned by the league. Is Josh Gordon being reinstated a big deal or no deal, Sedano?
0: No deal, dude. Like, I, I hope for his sake they just let him, you know, play. First of all, I just think the pot rules are stupid. Like, enough with pot. Like, you know, enough states have legalized this. Like, what are we doing with that? But I think it's no deal because I, I, I just don't know how good a player he is anymore. Um, but for his sake and his sanity, I do I, I, do wish him well and I hope he gets in because I do, as I mentioned, feel like these pot rules are stupid. But, I, you know... I just don't think he's an impact player anymore. Yeah, I'll he go was the so opposite good direction.
2: Too. He was good. He was really good. I'll go the opposite direction, though. I'll, I'll go big deal just because it's been such a long time. First of all, I'm with you, George, on the rules around cannabis, ridiculous, okay? But I say big deal because now he's got another opportunity, and I'm super curious if he comes back and he can still play and still be impactful, or if him coming back or him not being suspended any longer doesn't really ultimately net to him. A job in the NFL I'm, I'm really curious to follow the story so for me it's a big deal
1: yeah I hope he finds a team that gives him a shot and like I mean he was decent in the couple games he played with the Patriots before he got suspended again but I know that that guy's gone through some really tough times and you know hopefully hopefully he's got his life together now that's all I'll say about that
0: all right on to the next one
1: All right, so China intensified its crackdown on cryptocurrency today, declaring all financial transactions involving crypto illegal and issuing a nationwide ban on cryptocurrency mining. Bitcoin, which is the world's largest cryptocurrency, dropped as much as 7% to around $41,000 on the news, but then it recovered somewhat as the day went on. The clampdown in China comes as the country's central bank has been testing its own digital currency, which is called the Electronic Chinese Yan, I think that's what it's called. Is China making crypto transactions illegal a big deal or no deal, Sedano?
0: Uh, No deal. They've literally been banning uh, cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin like every year, if not multiple times a year, going back to like, I don't know, 2013 or 14. So um, and I think you told the story. They're just trying to create their own thing because, you know, China is not a, a free market. That's not what they do um they want to keep things insular and uh and that's how they do things so they have banned it seven million times in the last seven years and they'll keep banning it uh for the next you know seven beyond that and maybe longer so no no deal
2: i'm also going to go no deal here but i'm going to do it because i'm going to be selfish about it which is to say that i still have not been able to get my coinbase account to jive with my Chase oh my Bank goodness account, goodness. and I haven't been able to transfer money into my Coinbase account to buy any cryptocurrencies. Even did though you I'm download the...
1: Gemini like I told you to?
2: Right. I did. I did. I think that there's an issue with my bank, and so I got to call my banker and see what the problem is. So selfishly speaking, because I'm not a crypto investor at this moment, I'm going no deal on this China story. I've been following it all day as a matter of Well, you
0: better get in because October is going to be Shocktober. I'm telling you just saying this is Gotta not get crazy this is not financial advice is all i'm saying as well correct
1: this is not yeah, any financial one. advice it sounded like
0: you were giving me Please some
1: buy advice. no
0: i'm just saying risk. it's going to be Shocktober, october but you don't know what shocking what shocking could mean but that's yeah. not financial advice is all i'm saying okay fair enough
1: buy right. crypto at your own risk correct you should buy it, you know.
0: All right, you know on to the next one
1: all right last one So uh, we talked about this a little in our pre-show meeting, and I wanted to make sure I brought this up because I think it's quite funny. Portland State's football head coach, Bruce Barnum, followed through on his promise to get fans to come to a game. Prior to a matchup against Western Oregon last weekend, Barnum went on the BFT podcast and offered to buy fans who came to their game a beer. I've got a deal for you, is what Barnum said. Anybody who heard me on your show, just say I heard Barney on the BFT at the Barney Beer Garden, and I'll buy your beer. I'm not buying your ticket to the game, but I'll buy your beer. I've got got to get people to see my kids because I really like my team. Well, then Coach made good on his deal, and in doing so, he ended up spending nearly $15,000 on beers at Mm -hmm. Barney's Beer Garden. Yep. $14,448 $14,448 bill. And the bill consisted of 1,260 cores Lights and 786 uh, Deutsches Fresh Squeezed IPAs. This <laughs> is a pretty big deal considering this guy shelled out $15,000 for beer for some fans. So, instead of asking if it's a big deal or no deal, I wanted to ask you guys, if you've ever offered to pick up someone's tab and been completely taken advantage of?
0: Um, it, 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 First of all, it's been- yeah, it, it is a big deal. Um and, and good for for the guy the schools and the kids or whoever taking advantage of that. Hey, you offered, you offered. Um I have never been in that situation. Um I have I, I am good with when I offer to pay for something, hey, whatever the tab is, that's the tab. You know what I'm saying? Like but I have never been in a situation where I feel like I have been taken complete advantage of, um, where he may feel that way, but this is why you don't say things and you don't, uh, you know, because you put it out there. People are going to take you up on that offer. That sounds like something Kaplan would do and be like, wait, the bill is what? 100%.
2: Right. right. (laughs) I'm like, wait a second. I only said that I was going to buy beers. I didn't really think all you people would show up. And then, wait a second, I got to pay $15,000 for a bar tab. Because here's the other part of it is, you said this guy coaches at Portland State, right? Yeah. Yep okay so you guys just take a guess here i don't know the answer but i'm just saying let's just all take a guess what do you think the head he's a football coach right
1: uh that's correct
2: what do you think the football coach at portland state makes oh i mean mean, 50 grand maybe
0: not much probably like 100 200 grand maybe tops
2: yeah, I was going to say that you know this coach could probably make somewhere in the three to five hundred grand. No, mark.
1: no chance. No Portland way. State? No way he makes no that No way, much. dude. Well, we even all just high.
2: We all just guess. But but look, let, let's just say the guy makes two hundred grand, and let's just say that living in Portland is not nearly as expensive it is as it is living in, in L.A. Yeah. But still, a fifteen thousand dollar bar tab. It's fine if you're making ten million dollars a year, like John Gruden is making as an NFL football yeah. coach. Right. or it's fine if you're making 5 million dollars a year as a college football coach at a big time school, but if you're making a couple hundred grand at a small school and you got to pay a $15,000 bar
0: tab, dude that's that's like financially debilitating. I yeah. wonder how his wife took it. So as the interim coach he's making 110 grand. So mm-hmm. my guess is he's probably making maybe three times that now. So probably like 300 and change. Dude, could you well, so on, gonna, on the, 14 grand is still a lot for 300 and change when a you lot. Yeah. when you when you when you talk about taxes let's call it half he's like giving up 10 percent of his salary right, in right. beer tab yeah yeah crazy on
1: that the bright one. side though that there is a rumor that the school is willing to pick up half the tab there so we so go good. well there you
0: go good job by the school way to go yeah. portland state yeah all right that is big deal or no deal coming up next We've got some great anniversaries we're going to roll through here on the last segment of the show. We'll get those for you. Get you ready for the weekend here on 710 ESPN. Ooh, a little pit bull. Get oh, you ready yeah. for the weekend.
3: They're Acapulco, definitely
0: playing this at Acapulco. But this gets to – this plays – when is when is last call at Acapulco? Uh, 135-ish, if I remember. <laughs> okay, so this is getting played like at 1, like 12, 12 – between 12 and 1. I feel like this is when this is rolling out. After people have gotten down, okay? And it had a had a bunch, and you got something locked in, right? <laughs> yeah, that's when this—that's when you hear this music. And right. it, after midnight, closer to to last call, because then the last thirty minutes, as we're getting down, those last fifteen minutes before last call, the music starts to taper down because they want people to chill out a little bit.
3: Mira lo bien sabes, bien que sabes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, tú sabes. Uh, so anywho, uh, hope everyone is safe out there. Don't get too crazy. You know, definitely don't drink and drive. Take an Uber. Uh, if you're going to do that or lift or whatever it is, you use one of those
3: rideshare. All right, hold on, but, hold on, hold on. All uh, right, listen to this. Oh, Friday night. yeah. I feel good. I
0: feel good just listening <laughs> to
3: it.
0: It's a good strut there. The captain
3: would be going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for real.
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's more like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like it sounds like a grunting the, noise.
3: Yeah, it, the grunt. Yeah, this the is my the, running song here. Running song. This
0: is what I run to. Yeah. Oh, really? That's a good song to yeah, run to. A, yeah. That's a good song to run to, do like Stairmaster or size like... in uh, general, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, spinning, right? That's the bicycle one? Yeah, I don't spin, so I don't
1: <laughs> Oh, I love spinning. Spinning is one of my favorite things.
0: Really? I, my butt hurts too much on the bike. It just doesn't do That's it for me. That's
1: great for your butt, though. It's a good, good butt workout.
0: No, I know, but even then when I got to sit, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't love the sitting part, the times you have to sit, too. Like, man, just not for me. Um, I don't do a ton of cardio. You know, like I just do some hiking, very slow, chill. I lift a little at the house. I've got some, a setup here. I'm good. I don't even need to go to the gym anymore, which is great.
1: I'm a big fan of cardio. I want a Peloton so bad, but they're so expensive.
0: They are very expensive.
1: I yeah. want one of those mirrors. Michael's supposed to get me one of those mirrors from Clay because Clay is like an investor in one of those fancy mirrors where you do the workout yeah, and it tells you what to do. Good <laughs> yeah. luck. Yeah. Michael, yeah. where's my mirror?
0: Yeah, good luck.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, I didn't look to invest in those things. I, we bought the tempo uh, because it comes with some weights, too. Um, that's the one we chose to use um, and invest in uh, because, you know, again, I'm not going to sit on the bike like that long. So I'm not doing the Peloton. thing.
1: What is the tempo? What does that do?
0: It, tempo is very similar to like the tonal and the mirror, except it uh, it's got like free weights with it. Oh, OK. And it's got live classes and regular classes. Really cool. I think so. And it's got like a stand. So everything has got like you can open it up and it's got the weights in there. And in the back, it has the bars. And, um, and it's like basically a 42-inch TV, but it's done uh, vertically as opposed to horizontally. And uh, and it's touchscreen,
3: everything. It's very cool. Do you guys remember the Bowflex? I do remember the Bowflex. <laughs> the they Bowflex. still make that thing. I know they still do. That thing's old school though, man. Damn. Yeah,
0: but no, but they've got like a Bowflex digital now. Oh, no way. Yeah. They've huh. got all those companies have gone digital, including what's the other one? What's the old school one? Um oh
1: God. Gazelle?
0: No. no, that was a No. It's
1: like an old Thymaster. school Nautilus.
0: Nautilus has gone <laughs> oh, has yeah, gone yeah, digital yeah. too. Yeah, they have like we a have digital setup too now. Yeah, Nautilus is like the old school one. Um but yeah, I, I like the I, I don't know. I just I don't love the cardio. I mean, I you know what it is? I get bored on a machine. That's what it is.
3: I hate the gym. I don't I do don't. the gym. I do outdoor running yes. and training. Yes. That's what I do. I don't do the gym. Yeah. I don't do none of that. No.
0: Yep. I like being outdoors. Especially here, man. The weather's exactly. usually so good yeah. and it's like it's not like super duper hot. I mean, it is in certain areas like the valley. Like, bro, it's so funny. <laughs> like my, <laughs> my my in-laws live in the valley, so it's like like whenever we go there, I tell my wife, "Ooh, I got to hydrate. <laughs> got to be ready." Where, where's the where's the water? Where's the Gatorade? Be ready to roll over there. Plus the traffic, bro. That guy drive the four hundred five. You know. Like, oh
3: yeah, that's the worst, bro.
1: So I'm still looking for a place maybe to live. I don't know. I may have found a roommate. I'm not sure, but oh, so no, so don't move to the valley. Like I, I mean, been, it's like, it's fine. It, no, but...
0: the valley is great. Don't get me wrong. Honestly, and I know this is like a joke that some people say, but I believe it. There's a lot of like. The Valley's got like charm to it, man. Like, there's no question about it. You used to think about these LA neighborhoods, particularly the older ones, right? Like, they've got charm, man. Like, the Valley's got charm. You know what you find in the Valley, which is kind of crazy. I mean, people are gonna think I'm nuts. Really good sushi spots. Like, you would never think that's the case, but a lot of good little sushi spots in the Valley. Hmm. So I just
1: love. I love where I live. I love being right by the beach. I love. Oh no, the that's whole, that,
0: like, I, I. It's why I live South out Bay. here in the South Bay too. I get it. Yeah. But I. I mean, the Valley's fine. You know, I know I have plenty of friends and colleagues and family clearly that live in the valley, uh, and the valley's big. There's a lot of you know different areas you can live in. Sherman Oaks, you can live in Encino, you can live in Northridge. You know, you know there's a lot of spots there you can live. Studio City, whatever. You know, like there's a bunch of spots you can live. Um, and by the way, more conducive, I believe, for the most part, depending on how you know east you are in the valley, to getting to work here at the uh, at ESPN 710, 710 ESPN. So. I mean, I don't mind traffic, but
1: I do not a big fan of traffic, but I mean, I deal with it anyway, where I live. I mean, it's probably a good, uh, like 30, 30 minutes there, but then going home, it's like, I don't know, at least an hour, at least an hour back.
0: Yeah. It's rough. But, uh, but yeah, it's interesting for sure. Like how, um, you can get certain stuff, man. I, I look, this, this town is the best because you can literally go from, you know, little area to little area and it's all got its own little charm to it. You know, I I always you know I I you all know how I feel about Downey and Torrance, but I, ain't, I got love for the Valley. It's just hot. Right. It's hot out there. You know, brother's got to bring his uh, <laughs> pH water. You know what I'm saying? Bring Get a little cooler, extra man. electrolytes <laughs> in there. <laughs> Get yeah, a yeah. Cooler. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. In <laughs> the
3: truck, hey, give me a soda. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, or like go to like the, you know, Los Raspados, you know, oh, like that's make what sure I'm talking I, about. Yeah. I find a Raspado so I can have
3: while I'm out there somewhere, you know? Or Lindsay, <laughs> you can come to the east side. You know, over here, the Diamond Bar area, Chino, Chino You know what, Lindsay? Honestly, in all seriousness, you know what would
0: be like when my wife and I, when we just had the one, one child, it was much easier to live in Pasadena. And, you know, non COVID, Pasadena is great. Um,
1: it, it's, I've never even know, been there. Like I've been, I've not been far outside my Marina Del Rey bubble. Like it's kind of been like Marina Del Rey, Venice, Santa Monica, Culver city. And that's kind of for the most part where, where I spent dude, in like Redondo beach. That's about we, it.
0: We loved Pasadena and Raj who used to produce here. He lived in Monrovia, um, you know, before. So he also lived in that kind of San Gabriel Valley and you know, Pasadena, old town Pasadena is fun, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, there's a lot of restaurants, a lot of bars. You can walk up and down for blocks, and you've got plenty of options. It's – I like it. You know, I, I, I loved it there. Um, had we not needed more space, and I wanted to be closer to the water, um, you know, because it's also kind of hot in Pasadena the San Gabriel Valley. Not as hot as the San Fernando Valley, but it's hot. Um, you know, we would we loved it there. Like, the couple years we spent in Pasadena were awesome. So, I mean, I'm just saying, Lynn's like, you know, I get wanting to be near the water. Trust me. You know, I, you know, if you can live near the water, do it. But there are a lot of cool, like, great little towns, you know, in, in all over this city. You know, Pasadena's one, Sherman Oaks is one, um, you know, Studio City is one. Like, there's a lot of little spots that you can go. Just
1: the, the idea, though, of living somewhere, like, in a city that I've never even been to before is quite terrifying.
0: Culver City, you know? by the way, if you want to still live clo- on, like, the west-ish uh, side,
1: not, not like, close enough in to in the beach, city. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I looked there because when I first moved here, I li- I worked in Culver City. So I tried right, to the NFL the Network. right around right, yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And I just felt like the reason why I love Marina Del Rey is because I feel like it's such like a a quiet little sleepy it area yeah. to where I can go out at two in the morning and walk my dog by myself, single girl, and just be perfectly fine and not have to deal with anything. Like, right. I don't have any worries. I don't have any drama. Sure. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I would like to stay in an area like that. Not that Culver City's unsafe because it's not, but... You know, there's a little, there's there's a lot of college kids. And not you know, it's just I'm by myself. I you're, and careful.
0: you're you you know you're right. You're not a college kid, right? Like you want little, uh, you know, more stuff. I'm
1: quiet. I'm boring. You know. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. What else? What else? The east side, though. Like yeah, like San Gabriel, man.
3: And, That's what I'm know. saying. That's where I'm at. I'm in the Diamond Bar, Chino Hills, like yeah, yeah West Covina. There. we got some pretty cool spots too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, West Covina. It's got some stuff. 25 minute drive, you know. Is it super you will get over to downtown too?
0: quick for sure. Yeah.
1: What'd you get say? Is downtown. it really hot there too? Uh I mean it. Can it can be? Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Ish.
0: Is, is, yeah. I I still think the San Fernando Valley is hotter. I mean, I don't have the actual thermometer to make that like. No, but it's true that, though. But determination, true. but I do feel like San Fernando Valley is hotter.
3: Yeah, Silmar and all that, thats 100s, we're over here. In the 80s. No, no, bro,
0: when you're talking about, like, Valencia and all that <laughs> stuff above the San Fernando Valley, like, hell, Santa Clarita, Santa Clarita hot as hell, oh, dog. Hell yeah. Like, I, listen, it's a nice town, everything is new, things are l- less expensive up there, but it is
3: hot as all hell up there. Hot. Right, so avoid that area if you don't. It's yeah, don't you, you don't want fun. hot, Glens, don't go that <laughs> far. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: I'm not a big like, fan of heat. Stay in, like, the Northridge area, you know? But the valley is hot. You know, and there's really nice places in the valley, as I mentioned. Like, even if you go, like, further west, like Calabasas and Burbank hills. Hey, try Burbank. Burbank. Yeah, Burbank is cool. (laughs) And you're close to an airport. (laughs) 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 Oh,
1: yeah, I forgot there is an airport right there. Yeah, close to it. I love being very close to the airport in the marina.
0: Yeah, close to an airport. And you got, you know, you're close to Griffith, right? Like, you can do all Mm -hmm. that stuff there. Mm They can do all the, you know, well, Runyon Trail is, like, too popular. It's a little too frou-frou. But whatever. But the point is, it's there if you want it, you know?
3: So. You got options. That's a cool thing.
1: Yeah. I'll keep yeah. looking. I'll keep looking.
0: I mean, listen, you got people that are willing to help you here. You know what I'm saying?
1: I want to live in, and the thing is, I want to live in a nice place. Like, I want to live in an apartment that's, like, newer and nice and updated. Because I spend probably more time at home. You know, I spend a lot of time at home. Well, now especially, especially right? Because we're not in the office. Exactly. Part, right. Exactly. Right. But even so, like, I'm kind of a homebody. I don't go out a whole lot, and, you know, I'm sure that'll change once COVID's over, but still.
0: All right, well, we got to wrap. We'll, We'll figure out a place for you to move, Linz. All right, thank you to everybody. You guys have a great weekend. Great job, Jorge, and great job, Linz. Kaplan, excellent work as always. We will talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend.